excited at today's service. More so when the Lord is going to show himself strong on our behalf. Amen. I want more amens of those that are believing with me what God is going to do today. Amen. Amen. More amen. Amen. More amen. 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 I'm very much excited. I know what God does. Amen. And I know when is the right time to do something. Amen. It's very important to be sensitive to the Lord leading us. So today's service is not a coincidence. It's not a man-made service. We are following the Lord's guidance. And, and, and uh, I was also excited with uh, when Mr. Netanyahu was encouraging us here about giving because it aligns a lot with what I'm going to do today. He said, your gift can make God avenge on your behalf. Whatever thing that's troubling you, your God wants to avenge for you. And when he said that it aligns well with what's in my heart, because as the Lord was leading me, usually with these services, I asked the Lord, how will the service be? What will we do? And all that. It was very clear that some of you will start getting healed from the beginning of the service. You don't have to wait for that time. That's why I said those of you who need prayer, you come here to the fore. Some of you, by the time we need to pray for the sick, you will already be having your breakthrough, your miracle. Amen. 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 And I'm excited at this. Can we start together in the book of John chapter 5, verse 2 to 5? Just want to share shortly with you about, so that you can be excited about this, but just to raise your expectation. I want to talk about this pool of Bethesda and equate to us to what we, where we are today. People are here with different expectations. People are here believing God. Can you tell your neighbor, I'm highly expectant. I'm expecting my miracle today. And God is here. And he will give me my breakthrough. John 5, 2-5, New King James Version, it says, Now there in Jerusalem by the ship gate, a, a pool which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches, in this lay a great multitude of sick people. I want you to think of that. It says in the pool of Bethesda, there were a great multitude of sick people. The blind, the lame, the paralyzed, they were all waiting for the moving of the water. Now, I just want you to start there. Unlike in the pool of Bethesda where you only catch it at the time of the moving of the water, can I tell you the Spirit of the Lord is moving already? Amen. So you can actually grab your miracle even as we are still talking. Amen. Amen. And it says, For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now verse 5. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. I want you to look at that man. He had an infirmity. He was sick for how long? And I don't think there's any of you here who are sick for 38 years. Is anyone who's sick for 38 years with the same sickness? No. So your case is better. <laughs> your case, tell your neighbor your case is better. 
the Lord did it with that 38-year-old case. Tell your neighbor that. The Lord did it with the 38-years-old case. He wants to do it for you today. Because he is the same. Yesterday. Today. And forever. And I know that this word is not, we're not just speaking psychology to you. We are speaking the word of God and the owner of the word will confirm his word today. I'm very confident in my heart and as you believe God with me, you receive your miracle. You don't wait for the stirring of the waters, the waters are stirred already. Amen. Amen. And you receive your miracle at whatever point. If, If you were not able to do some things before, as your faith is gearing up, gearing up, gearing up, just do what you couldn't do before and receive your miracle. And say, Pastor, you will pray for the others. I'm sorted. Amen. Amen. So the issue is that he also said when he was sharing with us here about offerings, he said, God sees. God watches everything about us, even your offerings. But now, I want to say to you, he also sees your sufferings. He also sees your pains. When you are in pain, when you are suffering, when that disease is tormenting you, God sees that. And let me show you what he does when he sees that. He doesn't see it and say, ah, shame. He doesn't see it and say, ah, shame. That's what people usually say to us, isn't it? They, they comfort you in your sickness. But God, when you are suffering, when whatever you're going through, God sees it and he does something about it. Can you tell your neighbor, God sees what you are going through? God sees your pain. God sees your suffering. And he's here to deliver you. Exodus 3, 7 to 8, New King James Version. The Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people. You see, that's the God whom I serve. I like a God who sees. I don't serve Dagon or Baal who don't see. My God says he has surely seen the oppression of his people who were in Egypt. Which means he sees what you are going through. And he says, I have heard their cry. Tell your neighbor God hears. And he says he has heard your cry. I believe those of you who are looking for prayer today, you've been crying to the Lord and praying. And crying day and night, the Lord says, I've heard your cry. And he says, for I know their sorrows. God knows your sorrows. He knows your pains. And he says, so I have come down to deliver them. That's what I want. Did you see that? Did you see the chronology? I've seen the oppression of my people, so God sees. I've heard the cry of my people. God hears your cries. I know their sorrows. God knows your sorrows. He knows your sickness. He knows your pains. He knows whatever issue that is challenging you. You may be saying, Pastor, I'm not sick, but I'm trusting God for something. God knows. And he says, I've come down to deliver them. And my God is a deliverer. God has already made a plan. God knows the cruelty of Satan and sickness. When he says, I've seen their sorrows, I know their pains. And then he already knows what you are going through. Can you tell your neighbor, sickness is cruel. 
And I don't want it. Amen. Amen. And God has already made a way that you will be set free from this sickness. From whatever challenge, from whatever illness, God wants to deliver you. Isaiah 53, 1-5, New King James Version says, Who hath believed our report? Now, this is where the whole thing becomes different. You've had, some of you, especially those of you who want to be prayed for, you've had many reports. Okay? You've been given many reports. Some of the reports that you have received, they don't inspire hope. They tell you it cannot be done. Okay? Now, I'm coming with a different report. The Lord says, who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? So, there is a report of the Lord, there is the arm of the Lord. Can you tell your neighbor, I believe the report of the Lord. And the arm of the Lord is revealed to me. I want to see God at work today. I receive my miracle today. Amen. As you're keeping on speaking it, as you're keeping on speaking it, you are stirring up your miracle. Because it says, who has believed our report? It means the many reports that we are hearing. I told you some of the reports you've received, they don't inspire hope. Leave those. And listen to this report that I'm going to share with you now. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Verse 3. He is despised and rejected, my man. A man of sorrows. I want you to look at that. Jesus on the cross, it says he was a man of sorrows. Why do you think he was a man of sorrows? The Bible will tell us. And acquainted with grief. Okay? Sorrows and grief. Whose was it? And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Now look at verse 4. Whose sorrows and grief did he have? Surely he hath borne our griefs. Didn't you hear up there it says a man of griefs. So surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Tell your neighbor he has borne my griefs. He has carried my sorrows. So whatever was grieving you, the Lord is taking it. Amen. Amen. Cast it on him. And when it says he has carried our sorrows, whatever was making me feel pain, the Lord is carrying it. He has taken it. It says, yes, we did esteem him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. You see, everything that Jesus was doing on the cross was for us. So if he has carried my pain, do I still have to carry it? No. No. Don't carry it if Jesus has already carried it for you. It's not right that the devil keeps on oppressing us after the Lord has carried it for us. So we are here to experience the power of God as he delivers us. It says, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. That is the report. Can we all say by the stripes of the Lord I am healed. Especially those of you who want to receive your miracle today. Say by the stripes of the Lord I am healed. In this way we are nullifying the other report. Amen. Amen. 
Because the other report is talking a lot of things. That your situation is like this. Your situation is like this. Your prognosis is like this. Things will get that way, get that way. But there is another report that says by the stripes of the Lord Jesus we are healed. And like I've told you, some of us, we get healed this way. It works. It works. Because the creator himself says he is our healer. And I want to take you step by step to see that wherever Jesus was, when he would find people tormented, he would heal them. Now this is just to help those of you who feel, maybe I'm sick for the Lord's glory. You can't be sick for the Lord's glory. It can only become for the Lord's glory when you get healed. Amen? Yes. So it means if I'm sick, it can only be for the Lord's glory the moment now I get healed. Because God receives the glory when I'm healed. So because if sickness was not a problem, God should not have laid our sickness on Jesus on the cross. So tell your neighbor, you are not an exception. Your sickness is not an exception. It was carried on the cross by Jesus. And to show that Jesus was serious about sickness, he did not only wait to destroy sickness on the cross. When he was on the earth, wherever he went, he was healing the sick. And Jesus is not here today, but he says the works that he did, he will do through us. That's why I'm confident of what God is going to do today. Go with me to the book of Matthew chapter 8, verse 5 to 17. Matthew chapter 8, 5 to 17, New King James Version. Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a certain a centurion came to him pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. Did you see that? Paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. Some of you here, you may be saying, I'm tormented. I'm in pain. Or maybe the sickness you have doesn't necessarily cause you pain, but it makes your days to be numbered. And you're going to live long on the earth. So that sickness has got no hold in your body. It's got no right in your body. But this man comes to Jesus and say, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I'll come and heal him. You know, you see Jesus. When we are sick, what does Jesus do? He heals us. He comes through for us and heals us. Says, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak, only speak a word and my servant will be healed. Do you see now the secret why the pastor keeps on saying, say it. Mm. Some of your miracle is in your mouth. You already believe it. Only thing left is speak it. So he says, speak a word and my servant will be healed. You don't need to come under my roof. That's why I said even today, some of you, even without me praying for you, as the word is spoken, as I speak the word, receive your miracle. Receive your miracle. God does not work in formula. God is unlimited. When your faith is jagged up, you receive your miracle. If you look at this man here, Jesus said, I will come and heal your servant. But the man thought, uh-uh, Lord, it's not even necessary for you to come. You see how when you are so much in tune with God, 
He don't only he doesn't always have to come. He can just speak a word. And he says, for I am also a man under authority, having soldiers under me. I say to this one, go, and he goes. What was he saying? So he says, as a centurion, I command those under me. I say, go, and they go. How many of you know that every knee shall bow to the name of Jesus, and every name will bow? So the name called sickness, when we tell it go, it's got to go. Amen. Amen. We've got the authority. That's what the centurion was telling Jesus. He was saying, I am a man under authority. I tell my servants do this and they do it. You also have the power to command sickness to go and sickness will go. We've got that power today. And I'm excited at what God is going to do. It would another come and he comes, do this and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed him, Assuredly I say to you, I have not found such a great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say to you that many will come from the east and from the west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of God. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into the darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Verse 13. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way as you have believed it, so let it be done for you. Did you see that? So if you look at the miracle of the centurion, it was not up to Jesus. Jesus only reaffirmed it. So I'm saying as your faith is stirred up, as you are here today, that's why when we say we're going to pray for the sick, we don't start by just praying for you. We jack your faith up. And when your faith is ready to receive, then you just catch your miracle. Amen. So he says, go your way. As you have believed, so let it be done unto you. And his servant was healed that same hour. Now, when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with fever. Did you see that? Now, it's another thing. I told you, wherever Jesus went, if there was sickness, he would heal it. As long as people were believing. So it says Peter's mother was lying with fever. So he touched her hand and the fever left her. Did you see that? So it means in the one incident, the word was spoken and people got healed. In this incident, he touched her and she was healed. So I told you God does not work in formula. That's why in another incident, you remember when Jesus took the mud and put it on the eyes of someone who was blind and then go and wash in the pool of Siloam and when he washed, he saw. So even for you, even as the word is spoken now, may the word start to work in your body. May it start to work in your body. May it start to work in your body and deliver you and heal you and give you your miracle. He says, go your way. And then now verse 15, he touched her hand and, and, and the fever left her. She arose and served them. When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed. So when people knew that they were in trouble, they would take their people to Jesus. He cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. How many did he heal? How many did he heal? So I want all of you who came here wanting to be prayed for to be healed. Say, we will all be healed. Amen. Talk it for yourself. So when you, 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 you talking it, but you are specifically talking about you. 
that you are not going to be an exception, you are not going to be left out. It says, and he healed all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He himself took our sickness and bore our infirmities. You see now, so it means when you get healed today, it's confirming and fulfilling the scriptures. Amen. So that's why I'm confident that whatever we're going to do today, as we pray for you, the owner of the word will confirm it. When Jesus was on the earth, he was anointed to heal the sick. He was anointed to preach the gospel. And as we do that today, you know Jesus has gone to be with the Father, isn't it? But he said, the works that I do, those who believe in me will do. Even greater works than this they will do because I'm going to the Father. So Jesus is here through us. Jesus is here through me and is going to heal you. Look at this, Acts 10.38, New King James Version. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. I want you to pick several things here. Can we start with this one of those who were oppressed by the devil? Can you tell your neighbor, sickness is an oppression from the enemy. And we're not going to entertain it. Amen. As long as you think maybe this sickness is from God, then you won't fight it. Isn't it? But here it says, Jesus went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. When he says healing, it means they were sick. And he says he healed how many? All who were oppressed of the devil. So even today, he's going to heal you. He's going to give you a miracle. But I like what the Bible says here. It says, you remember the other one? The one came as the centurion. He said, speak a word only. And he used his faith. But here when it says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. I want to show you something. You can get healed as you confess the word, as you speak the word over your life. Even as you pray for yourself. But there are times when you need this. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. There are times when you need your faith to be linked with the anointing of the man of God. And you receive your miracle. Amen. Because here it's not just about the faith of you. It's about the anointing that is upon my life. And may it be that when your faith connect with the anointing upon my life, you receive your miracle. Look at this, Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to 34 NIV. Mark chapter 5, 25 to 34 NIV. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. So in other words, this one had problem with their menstruation and they were bleeding all the time without stopping for 12 years. You can see this was a problem, isn't it? This was suffering. She was suffering. And it says, she had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew instead of getting better, she grew worse. Did you get that? I want you to look at this carefully. 
She was suffering with the issue of blood for 12 years. And it's not that she was seated. She was doing everything she could. She even went to doctors and she couldn't get healed. You see that? So you might be saying, I've also been doing everything possible, Pastor, and I wasn't getting healed. So he says, she had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. So if she even had a medical aid, it was finished. Okay? And it says, yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. So what do you do now? You've done everything you could and things are getting worse. Now listen to this, verse 27. When she heard about Jesus... That's what I like. That's why when we are going to pray for you, we tell, we first tell you about Jesus, the healer. We first tell you about this Jesus who heals the sick. So that when you hear about him, your faith may be stirred up and you receive your miracle. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, other version says, because she said, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Amen. Now I want you to look at this closely. She did not just say, I have faith that I'm healed. And she confessed and got healed. She wanted to take advantage of the anointing. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Why would God anoint us if the anointing will not be needed? It means for some of the sicknesses, it won't be enough just with your faith alone. Okay? Like in this case. She said, if I just touch his garment, instead of her saying, I believe I'm healed by the stripes of the Lord Jesus. She said, if I can just, I've got faith enough to be healed. All I need is I need to connect with the anointing that's upon him. She said, if I can just touch his garment, I will be whole. Immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. So I want you to, some of you will feel it immediately. Okay, there was something that I was contending with uh, in my body, I think for maybe a month or two. And then that week, week before last, that week when we were going to pray and we had the glory of the Lord, and I just felt in my body that that breakthrough is here, finished. Amen. Just being in the presence of the Lord. So even as we're speaking now, some of you, you will come to that point where you just feel, I'm freed now. Amen. So it says, she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. How did power go out? Somebody touched her, him in faith. And he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered. And yet you ask, who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see uh, what happened to her, uh, to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. I want to be able to say that to all of you here. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Amen. The Lord wants to set you free. 
And if you look at this here, it says power had gone out of Jesus. So this woman believed and then she tapped on the anointing that was upon Jesus. So even some of you now, you say we want to tap on the anointing that's upon our pastor, but I've got faith to be healed. I've got faith to be healed. I've got faith to have my miracle, to receive my miracle. So he says, your faith has given you your miracle. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Now, anytime when we come to the Lord, believing him for something, let's first hear what he has said. Like I told you, we are not magicians here. We speak God's word and he heals you through that word. Amen. We give you the word and as you believe that word, we do exactly what Jesus did. Go with me to the book of Luke chapter 5. I want you to look at this closely because some of you may be thinking, Pastor, we are here for the healing service. We want to be healed. Just pray for us. No, you need your faith to be stirred up. And when your faith is at a certain level, as we are going to worship, because today I will want the worshipers to be in tune. Guys, you've got to cooperate with the Spirit of the Lord and let's do this together. And may we experience the glory of the Lord in this place that these people will receive their breakthroughs, their miracles. Look at this. Luke chapter 5, verse 15 to 17, King James Version. But so much the more went there a fame abroad of him. So people started talking about this Jesus who is the healer. That's why we are also talking about him. So the fame should not be our fame. It is the fame of Jesus. You see, the thing is that if we pray for you and you get healed without telling you how you got healed, people, you are going to think, hey, the pastor is powerful. Hey, that man of God, that man of God. No. Here it says, so much the more there went a fame about Jesus. And we want his fame to go all over. And great multitudes came together. I want you to look at the two things. They came to do what? They came to hear and to be healed. Tell your neighbor, we are here to hear and to be healed. Amen. Some of you want quickly just to be, to, to, to be healed without hearing. I'm saying as your faith is getting stirred up, you are here to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. And he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. So we've prayed for this service. I know that God is here. I know that God is going to give you your miracle. And some of you have already started receiving your miracle because you are at the right place at the right time. Now it says, And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal. That is what I want us to focus on now. The power of the Lord is present to heal. Amen. But what do we do? We teach the word. God is always attracted to his word. As we speak his word and we magnify him, his power comes among us. So it says the power of the Lord was present to heal as Jesus was teaching. As I'm teaching now, I know the power of the Lord is present to heal. That's why I said to you, some of you received your miracle even from when we started, some as we continue to speak, and some when we are going to pray for you. But I want all of you to receive your portion today. I want all of you to receive your miracle today. 
Look at it with me. Let's go to the book of Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 20 to 23. Because I want to show you that this word that I'm preaching to you. As you are hearing the word. You can be healed by that word. Just receive that word. That's how some of us get healed. Amen. So Proverbs 4, 20 to 23 in the Jubilee translation, it says, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my words. Let them not depart from thine eyes. We told you the other time we said, As you behold the glory of the Lord, that very word will transform you. It will metamorphose you. It will metamorphose your situation. And you will become like that word. So it says, my son, attend to my word. Incline thine ear unto my words. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life unto those that find them. And medicine to all their flesh. Tell your neighbor, the word of God is medicine. To my flesh. The word of God is healing me now. The word of God is healing me now. Amen. And you speak it, you speak it, you speak it, you speak it, you speak it. Amen. As you are agreeing with what God has said. And he says, above all else, guard your heart, for out of it flows the issues of life. So this word, that is, when we receive it, we get healed. It's like when Jesus is in my life. You know the scripture says, the life of Jesus is made manifest in my mortal body. So it means when the spirit of the Lord is in my life, when Jesus' life is in me, every part of my body that is sick has to be healed. Because it cannot stand the presence of God. It cannot stand the glory of the Lord. Because that 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, let's read it in the voice translation. I want to show you this and this now for those of you who want to receive your healing. You are at the right place. The power of the Lord is present to heal. But I want that as we speak this word, you may be metamorphosed. Your situation may be changed to fit with what we just said. I gave you the scriptures about how Jesus was healing. And I want that to be a reality even in your life today. Just like when the Bible says, and this was fulfilled, that was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. I want it to be fulfilled even today in your lives. So 2 Corinthians 3.8 in the voice translation. Now all of us with our with our faces unveiled, reflect the glory of the Lord as if we are mirrors. So I told you the other time, So, and I want us to put this practically today, especially for those of you who want healing. There is something that God has already said about your sickness, about your situation, okay? If your situation is about sickness that's said to be incurable, God has already said he heals all our diseases, okay? If your situation, <clears throat> maybe it's about financial issue that you just don't have a way out and you want healing in that respect, God has already said he provides for us. If your situation is, let's say you are believing God for a child, he has already said children are a blessing and a heritage from him. And he said he will not allow us to, 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 to be barren. He will, he will make us fruitful in this land. So it means you take that word. It says, now all of us, with our faces unveiled, reflect the glory of the Lord as if we are mirrors. So, let's say, I'm a mirror. Because it says as if we are mirrors. So each one of you, you are a mirror. 
The word said, let the word not depart from your eyes. So if I'm a mirror and the word is in front of me, what will I reflect? The word. Because as that word is coming this way, it's reflecting as a mirror. And it says, so we are being transformed, metamorphosed into his same image from one radiance of glory to the other. So this is what happens. Your situation is your situation. But the word of God says something. It's another report. So when that word says something, may you stand in front of that word and may that, may that word become more real in your life. May that word become more real in your life that as you stand like this, then you become like mirror and you are transformed. You are metamorphosed. So I want to say to all of you, if you're sick, be metamorphosed, be transformed into healing. If there's something in your body that is not right, may it be transformed. May it be metamorphosed. May it be changed to function perfectly the way that the Lord has created you to function. Amen? The Lord has created your body to function perfectly well. And may that perfection be restored in your body now. In the name of Jesus. It says we are transformed. We are metamorphosed into this very same image. From one glory to another. Now, I want you just to look at these two things as we're starting to wind down and we're going to pray for you. So I said you can be healed as you are hearing the word. As you receive this word. But also you being in this place. The presence of the Lord, the power of God is present to heal. As we are going to praise and worship, may the glory of the Lord be so much manifested. Amen. That is, we say, mighty warrior, great in battle. May he be great in battle in your life. May he give you your miracle and your breakthrough. Now look at this. Acts chapter 19, verse 11 and 12, AMPC. And God did unusual and extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul. Again, it is God himself just using human vessels. So even today, God is going to do unusual and extraordinary miracles through me. Amen. But I'm just a vessel. And say, so that handkerchiefs or towels or aprons which had touched his skin were carried away and put upon the sick. And their disease left them and evil spirits came out of them. So this is what happened. So as the glory... The glory that was upon the life of Paul was so much that even the thing that had touched his body, any cloth, is like the woman with the issue of blood. She said, if I just touch his garment, I will be made whole. If I touch his cloth. So here, the cloth of Paul and every other cloth they would put that would touch his skin, when it went away, people would get healed. And God wants to heal you today. That's very same power is here for us today. Now, in Acts 5, 15 and 16, look at this. So, that they even kept uh, carrying out the sick into the streets and placing them on the couches and sleeping pads in the hope that as Peter passed by, at least his shadow might fall on some of them. So, the glory of the Lord was so much manifested that they felt even the sick, they would just bring the sick close by. So, I thank God that you guys are close by. As, as we're speaking, may some of that glory radiate and start touching you and start making you whole and start healing you. It says some 
so that at least even his shadow might fall on them. And the people gathered also from the towns and hamlets around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those troubled with foul spirits, and they were all cured. I like this thing of all, all, all. It means if we all have faith here and we are trusting God, may our miracle come through. Okay? Some of you, you will have your miracle like that woman with the issue of blood where immediately you feel it's God. But some of you, you might have your miracle like the, you remember the fig tree. After Jesus cursed it, it still looked green. But the miracle had started. Okay? So if when you live here, you feel that I do not have it fully. I'm still believing as long as the miracle is started. As long as the miracle is started. Because when they came back the next day, Peter said, Behold, the fig tree which you cast has withered away. Because they saw that the fig tree had dried up from the roots. So it means the moment he spoke, something happened. And as we are going to speak today, as we are in this service today, something is already starting to happen. Some of you are already starting to feel in your body that the Lord has touched me. That the Lord's miracle is here. The Lord is touching me. The Lord is making me whole. And I'm receiving my miracle. So as we wind down, let's go to the book of Mark chapter 16. Then we're going to pray for the sick. And uh, I know God is touching some of you already. But as we are going to pray, I'll pray. And then we're also going to worship. And as we worship, you know what God will do. Some of you, I will want to have an opportunity to lay hands on you. So there's the spray here. My hands will, Miss Murat will help me spray my hands. Whoever I feel like touching. Some of you, you already have your miracle, but some of you I will touch you. Amen. And connect with the anointing and then you receive your miracle. Mark chapter 16, verse 15 to 20, New King James Version. And when he, he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. I like this. So our focus is on preaching the word. And as we preach the word, the Lord confirm that word with signs following. That's why we don't have to put ourselves under any pressure. We don't have to do any gimmicks. We preach the word and the owner of the word confirms it. The owner of the word fulfills it in your life. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but those he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. You see that? So then, after the Lord has spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. Verse 20. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. So we are here now preaching the word. The word is working with us to confirm the word through accompanying signs. So it means the word that I've spoken to you to say God is the healer. God is the deliverer. And as you are believing that word, may God confirm that word. 
May he confirm it in your life even today. So as we are going to worship, as we are going to pray, I know what God will do. So the way we'll do it is this. Because we're going to pray now. We're going to worship God. The power of God is present to heal. So, let me just say this one. Second Kings, thank you, thank you for coming. Second Kings 3.15, New King James Version. That's why I'm saying the musicians, let's get the tune right. Let's get it right. Now, bring me a musician. Then it happened when the musician played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. That's what I want us to do. Amen. As the musicians, musicians come, come to the fore, come. We are going to worship. And as we worship, may the hand of the Lord come mightily in this place. May we start experiencing almost like what some of us experienced about three weeks ago. Where when we are in his presence, we receive our miracle. I'll ask the church to also stand and those of you who are not feeling well in your body, just stand for a moment because I'm going to offer prayer. And this is what we are going to do. As I'm going to offer prayer, I will offer prayer for all of you who need prayer here. I will speak a word. Like the centurion said, speak a word and my servant will be healed. I will speak a word. Okay? And then after I've spoken a word, the musicians will lead us in worship. And as we say, Omuzimuwa Israele, Zinalaundi Yehovah, Baliringa Chitwa, Baliringa Burazi, we are saying, you are the God of Israel, your name is Jehovah. Nothing is too difficult for you, not even sickness. And when we keep on saying nothing is too difficult for you, not even sickness. Nothing is too difficult for you, not even sickness. And may that sickness lift off from your body. And you experience your miracle. You experience your healing. And you'll be completely made whole. And as we are continuing to worship, I'll come down and some of you, Miss Murat, you will come and help me with my hands. I will have to touch some of you. Whoever I touch, whoever I don't touch, that's fine, but receive your miracle. Amen. Amen. Are we ready to receive? And I want us, all of us, to cooperate with the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Let me pray. I'm going to offer this prayer. It's directed by the Lord. I told you that we're doing this as directed by the Lord. As I'm going to offer this prayer, I want you to receive your miracle. And after that, we're going to sing and worship God. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, even right now, Lord, I stand before your throne of grace with these, your people. Father, they are here believing you for a miracle. They are here believing you for their healing. They are here believing you for their breakthrough. I know they have faith to be healed. They have faith to receive a miracle. May the anointing that is in this place, may the anointing that is upon my life flow right now and touch their bodies, each one of them, and make them whole. Be healed in the name of Jesus. I rebuke every infirmity, every sickness, every pain. I command you to stop in Jesus' name, 
and I declare the healing power of God over these people of God. I say be healed and be made whole. Be healed and be made whole. Receive your miracle in Jesus name. Receive your miracle in Jesus name. Receive your breakthrough in Jesus name. Receive your breakthrough in Jesus name. Father we thank you. Father we bless you. In Jesus name. Thank you Lord. Thank you Father. Zimoa 